Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, it's almost February and romance is in the air. Flowers are nice, but really the way to someone's heart is through their stomach. The CityCast team considers ourselves somewhat cake connoisseurs, so we're rounding up some of the best treats we've tried from local bakeries that still have us in a sweet hold. It's Thursday, January 26th. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. Here with lead producer Mallory Falk. Hello. Newsletter editor Francesca DeBecco. Hey, Morgan. And audio producer Elizabeth Kalma. Hi. Okay, what are some of your hottest takes or most controversial baked good opinions? So I am very firm about the fact that raisins do not belong in desserts. They don't belong anywhere near desserts. I mean, I hate raisins in general, so I'm sure that plays a part. But also, like, this whole, I don't know, trying to sneak healthy ingredients like raisins or craisins into desserts, that's just not the purpose of dessert. Save it for your salad. Mallory, you are on the wrong side of history on that one. (laughs) (laughs) I also disagree. I love an oatmeal raisin cookie. Me too. Why? When oatmeal chocolate chip is right there. I've I've been played a few times by it, but I do like oatmeal raisin. What about you, Elizabeth? I, okay, this is not... I don't want to offend any Italian grandmothers out there. Uh-oh. When you need that disclaimer, you're going in the wrong direction. <laughs> Biscotti is too dry. It is too dry as a cookie. I don't want my I don't want to feel like I need to drink a whole glass of water after I eat a cookie. I want my cookies to be moist. That's why you dip it. Exactly. Yep. But then it becomes Disagree. soggy. It becomes soggy. But it's designed, it's designed to have that perfect balance once you dunk it into some coffee or a hot chocolate. Yeah, and actually the Italians uh, actually dip it into wine, too. No, not for me. Mine is that I don't like too much chocolate. Like chocolate chip Mm. cookies kind of are about it, but like chocolate and bread, like chocolate pastries, I do not like. Oh my gosh, I am disagreeing with all of your hot baked takes. (laughs) Well, Francesca, you're, you're against all of ours, but what's yours? Yeah, I'm like honestly surprised. I feel very strongly about this. Uh, But my hot bake take is that if there is not a cookie table at a wedding, I don't want to be there. (laughs) I I stand firmly by that. You're not alone. So speaking of cookie tables, uh, let's get into our first category of this episode, cookies. Um (laughs) I feel like Cookie Monster entered the chat there. (laughs) I love that. You're so enthusiastic. I mean, they're so good. You can't go wrong with cookies. I tend to have one favorite cookie above all else's. They're macarons. Um, My favorite place in Pittsburgh to get them are Jean-Marc Chatelier's French Bakery in Millvale. The almond macaron there. Oh, my God. Um, But I also really like the floral ones because they're, like, different. And I feel like you don't really get to have a lot of floral flavors Hmm. in food. Um, For me, like, their cherry blossom and their lavender poppy macarons are like, ooh, like, I feel so fancy. Like, I I need to lift my pinky up when I drink, you know, whatever I'm (laughs) drinking in that moment. Um, But those are my favorite cookies. What about you, Mallory? 
So I really love the cookies at Five Points Artisan Bakery in Squirrel Hill. They have some traditional flavors, but they also have tahini cookies and chocolate rye cookies. So I love oh. those two flavors in particular. And then they also have some vegan options. I know I just said that cranberries, raisins, all that doesn't belong in a cookie. But if you disagree with me and you're vegan, there's an oatmeal <laughs> cranberry walnut cookie there and then a traditional chocolate chip option that's vegan. So that's one of my go-to spots. And then I also have to shout out, this isn't a cookie, but they have cardamom buns there that are my favorite mm. item at that bakery. Cardamom is my favorite flavor. And so if I'm not stopping there for a cookie, it's definitely for a cardamom bun. Ooh, Mallory, pick us up some next time you go, please. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds incredible. Um, so obviously you already know I feel really strongly about cookies. Um, we talked about biscotti, and I have to mention Enrico Biscotti in the Strip District. Classic. Um, there are so many flavors. Um, it, you really like can't go wrong when you go in there. Um, you should stop at Espresso Amano and get some coffee and take your biscotti over there and just have yourself a little date in the Strip District. Have a soggy cookie. <laughs> Why are you so negative? <laughs> I will convince you one of these days. Um, and then I have to shout out one of the most famous cookies in Pittsburgh, which is uh, from Nancy B's in West Homestead. These massive chocolate chip cookies have that like incredible crunchy exterior with like a slightly chewy center. They're so perfect. And the shop has been around for almost 40 years. The original owner, Nancy, she passed away um, just this past year, but her mm -hmm. son still runs mm -hmm. the bakery and it is a must have for anyone who wants like a really good chocolate chip cookie. I start sweating anytime I see those cookies like at the checkout <laughs> because it's a decision of like how many and then I, I just start loading them up. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and then I want to talk about one that I feel very nostalgic about. It's the specific cookie from Bethel Bakery, and it's a chocolate drop cookie. This would not be for you, Morgan, because it is <laughs> chocolate on chocolate, and it's a cookie. It's a cake cookie. Um, it I is can soft, cake-like, and it's topped with this like rich, dark chocolate fudge. Ooh. And these were cookies that my grandma always picked up like a whole box of uh, whenever she went there. And it was always such a special treat whenever I would go over to her house and she'd have these. And like they are so like synonymous with my grandma that I literally called them like my grandma's chocolate cookies. Aww. Like I knew they were from Bethel Bakery, but like they were they were hers. Um, so she did the trick where she hid the box and set them out on a platter and made them seem homemade. <laughs> yeah. No, like she made it clear that like she didn't make them, but like they were they were hers. Yeah, they were like her cookie. Like it was a sweet treat from her. Um, and I. Yeah, I still love those cookies so much. So if you head out to Bethel Park, definitely stop and get one of those. I think it's that I I find uh, the chocolate to be like so – it's so sweet. I guess I don't have that big of a sweet tooth. Um, I can like Can't take relate. a bite of that. Yeah, I could take a bite and be and be satisfied for a little while. Um, you're so, on the wrong episode, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if your taste buds are on that end of the spectrum, you might like uh, my picks, I hope. Um, <laughs> no, they're really great. Uh, Allegro Hearth in Squirrel Hill. It's a plant-based. Bakery, yeah. I think it's just the cat's pajamas. Um, <laughs> a couple weeks Love ago, that. I tried a, a few cookies from there. 
One was the blueberry hamantashen, and they have mm-hmm. other flavors if you're uh, not into blueberry. But I also tried; they had these uh, apricot and raspberry arugulak, uh, and they were they were really good too. It just tastes like a, a very, a very good high end um, pop tart. Mm-hmm. It was very nostalgic, but. Um, Anyways, Allegro also has a great cinnamon roll. Um, so if you're looking for one to replace the hole that B-52 cinnamon roll left oh. in your heart, mm-hmm. this is definitely it. Um, but they usually sell out. So, you know, you got to get there early. The show today is brought to you by an incredible local resource, AIDS Free Pittsburgh, and their pledge to end the HIV AIDS epidemic in Allegheny County by 2030. If that is a cause that is close to your heart, make sure you're around for their biggest event of the summer, the sixth annual Too Hot for July. It is a party, but it is also a chance to get confidential HIV and STI testing for free, plus info on the incredible preventative medicines we have now to keep yins happy, healthy, and feeling your most confident out on the town. So come on out to Allegheny Commons East Park on Thursday, May 30th. Yes, July is in the name, but the event is in May. Don't get confused. May 30th from 4 to 10 p.m. There will be DJ sets, a health fair and marketplace, a ballroom-inspired dance battle, cash bar, food trucks, and more. Plus, a performance by Tony Award winner Alex Newell, a.k.a. Unique, from Glee. This is all thanks to True Tea Pittsburgh and so many folks doing the good work out here in the community. So do not miss out. Learn more at TooHotForJuly.com. You've got a lot of opinions, Francesca, on uh, <laughs> on cookie tables at weddings. But what about the cakes? Uh, what, what are some of your favorite cakes <laughs> around the city? It's funny. I could honestly just like leave the cake at a wedding. Um, I mean, it's she nice. She walks into a wedding, sees a cake on the table and is like, I'm out. <laughs> no, <thank you. laughs> There's no cookie table like peace. Like, have a wonderful, happy life. But right. <laughs> this Gifts is on no the wedding table. for me. yeah um I mean I like I like cakes um actually one that I had semi-recently was from 350 bakery on the south side I got a cake for my dad and grandma's birthday um it was a chocolate peanut butter fudge and it was a hit Mm. it was so good um they also have a variety of other layer cakes and cupcakes like classic carrot triple chocolate lemon cream almond raspberry and actually, I know our, you know, our lead producer who is out on leave right now, this was where she got her wedding cake. So oh. I am, okay, all right, I am a wedding cake stan, but um, <laughs> still the cookies are where it's at. Um, and then I also want to shout out Butterwood Bake Consortium in Lawrenceville. They make all organic custom cakes, including some vegan options. Um, and I'd really like to recommend their olive oil love cakes super delicious i love an olive oil cake if you're into um french cakes which i am (laughs) if you're not ready if you're not ready to like commit to you know a wedding cake or like an entire cake maybe you just want you know a small one or like a couple of small Mm -hmm. ones like you're dating around yeah, you know, yeah, you're see you're seeing a lot of different cakes. You're trying on what's best. Uh, La Gourmandine is a French bakery, and I'm sorry, my French is atrocious. So if I and, and 
any other language, even my <laughs> English is atrocious. So if I have butchered any of these places and names, my sincerest apologies. I do love your food. <laughs> um, La Gourmandine, it's a French bakery. They typically have like these little, you know, petite cakes on top of also like their bigger ones that you could have, you know, for a, a celebration or whatever. Um or if you just want a big cake to yourself, that's also okay. No judgment. No judgment. Nope. Recently, I tried one of their seasonal cakes. It's the uh, l'automne, um, which looks like l'autumn. Um, when you said that, I was kind of picturing something pumpkin-y, but I assume that's not actually the deal with it. It's not, but it is still very, I feel like, fall flavors. Um, mm. And some of these are divisive, okay? <laughs> but they work. It's butterscotch mousse with layers of uh, pecan custard, vanilla sponge cake, and short crust. So it's kind of like this mousse on the outside and um, on the inside. It's like this cake and all these like pecans. Like it's just, yeah, it was pretty good. And I just got a little one because I wasn't ready to commit to a whole cake of <laughs> butterscotch either or or pecans. But yeah, it was it was really good. Well, so I, I have two picks and one I know is a little bit controversial. It's probably Pittsburgh's most famous cake and some would maybe say most overrated or it's just mm. not as good as it used to be. What do you guys think about the uh, burnt almond tort from Prantles? Very yummy. Yeah, I mean, it's classic. Like it, a familiar flavor. I love almond in a cake. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> but there's no chocolate anywhere near this cake, Morgan. I know. You know, it's almond has this uh, cherry-like flavor to me. Mm. Um, it's just a very floral flavor that uh, I, I have to take in doses. And um, the almond tort is... A little too much for me. That is very fair. But my my friend did have it as her wedding cake. So it is, yes, a Pittsburgh staple. Yeah. And I was going to say, it's like always going to have a special place in my heart because I was one of those people who had to cancel the wedding that my partner and I were planning uh, Mm. back in 2020 during COVID. We had to downsize and downgrade uh, to have this tiny little ceremony in his parents' backyard in New Mexico. We were living in the Southwest at the time. And all my Pittsburgh family joined uh, remotely over Zoom, but a friend sent a Prantles cake and it was this way to have like a little bit of Pittsburgh, a little Pittsburgh representation. Um, People couldn't travel during that time, but baked goods could. could. Oh, I love that. (laughs) And so I just like I'll always, yeah, have some a special place for Prantles in my heart because it was the way to have a piece of Pittsburgh at my little backyard New Mexico wedding. Um, That's sweet. But my other pick, just to go extremely basic, is I really want to put in a plug for Giant Eagle Sheet Cakes. Yeah, I think they're really top notch. They're great. Yeah. When you're sad. That's not what I was thinking, but... Especially on a Tuesday. (laughs) On a really bad Tuesday. (laughs) Listen, when you're sad and you just just want something... Crying in the car with your shiny little suitcase for one. They're still, they're still like a, a homeroom birthday favorite. Exactly. 100%. No, Johnny Gould, she cakes are a safe space. <laughs> Incredible. Now to the, the more adult uh, version of, of Giant Eagle Sheet Cakes or of, of, of Homeroom Cupcakes, which are now what, pastries? I feel like that's like what we've 
snobbly moved on to mm. like as adults yeah. um or at least me in my head if if you're a francophile or um yeah just a croissant snob croissant croissant snob, <laughs> croissant uh, <laughs> Madeline Bakery in Wilkinsburg is mm-hmm. where you can go and role play that fantasy. Yes, 100%. it's a really cute shop. Yeah, yeah, it's so cute in there, and um, they've got great sandwiches and and breads. Um, I mean, even if you just want to pop in for the smells and mm-hmm. and the feel, it's it's really nice. And they're great people in there. They're pretty. They're pretty cool. Um, but their croissants are are showstoppers. So I definitely would would recommend if you're on the East End, um, popping in there. Yeah. Now you can uh, cross the Fern Hollow Bridge to get there. Now that now that that bridge is back up, there's no excuse. You don't have to wait in that traffic on Penn. There's more than one way to go. Yes. Well, and if you want to drive a little further than just over the Fern Hollow Bridge, my recommendation is actually a bakery that's a little far outside of Pittsburgh. It's called Country Pie Shop. There are two locations, one in Mount Pleasant and one in Donegal. And when I was a little kid growing up, when we would go visit Laurel Highlands or Ohio Pile to do some hiking over the weekend, we would stop here on the way and get gobs, Mm. um, which gobs are one of those things I didn't realize was like a regional dessert until I left Pittsburgh. Wait, what else are they called? Yeah, like, because they're not called, if you try to get on the phone with a bakery uh, anywhere outside of this area and you say gob, they're not going to know what you're talking about. But like, do they go by another name? Yeah, and I'm I'm sorry to admit that I do think their other name is more fun, which is whoopie pie. Oh, Um. right. (laughs) Absolutely not. Gobs are the best. Gotta have a gob. Well, and it turns out that apparently there's three different states that like lay claim to this dessert and say they invented it. So one is in Pennsylvania, but um, Maine and Massachusetts also say they were the originators of whoopie pies. And they're like all different origin stories. Like some people say that they started off in the Amish community in Pennsylvania. Yes. Um, and that they were made from like leftover batter. But then there's also a bakery in Johnstown that trademarked Gob in the 1920s, and they claim they invented it. And then folks in Maine and in Massachusetts have their own origin stories. I don't know if this has ever been settled. Maybe this is a future CityCast deep dive episode. <laughs> but um, and and for anyone who maybe is new to this region and is like, what the f is a Gob or a whoopie pie? These are these like kind of chocolate cake with vanilla-ish frosting in the center, but I've also had Country Pie Shop, I think, also has like a red velvet version, maybe mm-hmm. a seasonal pumpkin version. I don't even know if I like them that much as an adult. They're just so nostalgic for me. But if you're ever kind of taking a day trip to Laurel Highlands, I would highly recommend stopping at Country Pie Shop on the way to get a gob. No, I'd still gob down on a gob. Oh, yeah. Speaking of childhood desserts, Patty Cake Bakery in Bloomfield was is like my go-to place for all pastries. Um after doctor's appointments as a kid, my mom and my dad would take me there. Uh, and they'd be like, this is your treat for getting a shot. Um, tears streaming down my face. Um, <laughs> so I tried most things on Did you menu. Do you just always eat dessert while crying? That's the takeaway <laughs> I'm getting from this episode. <laughs> Listen, uh, some, some foods are safe to cry she's a, into. She's a cancer. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my favorite thing at Patty Cake Bakery are their Napoleons and their very large lady locks. Mm. These things are like huge. Highly recommend the lady locks just Classics. to look at them. 
Um, and they also have really great donuts. I know on like National Donut yeah, they Day, do. they have people like lining up to get their donuts. Hmm. That sounds incredible. So for mine, we already talked about Le Gourmandine, but I want to plug their pastries yet again. Give mm-hmm. me their chocolate croissant any day of the week. They also have this raspberry tart in the spring and summer months that's so fresh and delicious. It's even like so good that I've had it for my birthday cake instead of like mm-hmm. a traditional cake. Um, so definitely look for that um, during that like seasonal menu. And then one unexpected pick is Driftwood Oven in Lawrenceville. Um, they're good for more than just pizza. If you stop in there, they have typically like um, fresh baked goods ready to go that you can pick up with your pizza. And my mm. personal favorite is their specialty croffins. They come out with like a different flavor basically every week. Mm. And then for some like different flavors, um, I really love Pink Box Bakery and Cafe in Squirrel Hill. It's an Asian bakery. Mm. Um, it serves like traditional Taiwanese goodies. And I really love their like red bean buns. They also Ooh, have yeah. like mochi and um, green tea, like a, like a matcha bun. Um, oh. They're all so delicious. So if you're looking for some Asian flavors, definitely stop by there. One thing that we haven't talked about are, are, are pies. Um, oh my gosh! I don't know if I have the best <laughs> recommendations. Yeah, do you do you do you have some? I know I already went a little basic with my uh, giant eagle sheet cake recommendation. I'm just going to double down on that and say that I think some of the best pies in the city are at Eaton Park. The cookies and cream <laughs> pie is out of this world. The peach berry pie is phenomenal. I have yet to really explore Pittsburgh pies. Like, I don't know what it is. I just don't reach for them. But I've heard really good things about Pie Bird in Lawrenceville. I'd love to try them. Um, Yeah, if anybody knows of any really good pies, let us know. Uh, You can send us an email at pittsburgh at citycast.fm or leave us a voicemail. At 412-212-8893. Some more news before you go. The Ganey administration is launching a citywide review to determine whether tax-exempt properties need to start paying up. Roughly 20% of Pittsburgh land is owned by nonprofits that are exempt from paying property taxes. That includes our big eds and meds like Pitt and UPMC. Now Ganey wants to make sure they all meet the requirements to qualify as purely public charities under state law. If they don't, he says they'll have to start paying their fair share. We did a whole episode about these tax-exempt properties last year, so if you want to learn more, we'll have a link in our show notes. And City Council has officially declared homelessness a public health emergency in Pittsburgh. Council's asking Mayor Ed Ganey, the City Housing Authority, and other city departments to come up with both immediate and long-term solutions for people experiencing homelessness. And they want these proposals in the next two weeks. A reminder, the city recently shut down two encampments and a new low barrier shelter downtown was filled to capacity within a week. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If today's show made you hungry, get yourself a treat from one of the bakeries we mentioned and subscribe to our Hey Pittsburgh newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city, so we'll see you then. My stomach was just thinking about raisins and desserts and was like, no, I rebel.